listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Audrey. And... Hi, I'm Kane. You may remember me and this speech appointment from episode 17, Loki 11, or episode 29, Nightcrawler Thurston. It's been a while. Yay! <laughs> it's been a hot back. minute it's so good to see and hear you yes yes yeah. this is great news <laughs> uh, finally found my way back into the timeline uh left the uh ethereal hell void as it were mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and uh mm-hmm. i'm back hell yeah she's back baby yeah. So we're doing some more secret invasion. We're doing uh, episodes three and four. Uh, we're, we're doing uh, apparently a different guest every two episodes, which is very we'll fun see. to me. I mean, who knows if it's actually the same? <laughs> yeah, guest. it might be the same person. We don't know. We don't know. They, they Intrigue. Be, yeah. Intrigue. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I do keep calling it Secret Wars. Yes. Secret yeah. Wars is something different. Yeah. <laughs> but these are also wars that are secret. That's true. I mean, it is a war that is in fact secret. So okay. We ready to jump in? Did you watch the first two episodes, or did you just uh, you just go raw into this? No, I watched the first two. Um, so much so that I have a quote from episode two that's Ooh. driving me insane because well, okay, what you, none what you got? of the things that I've seen have referenced it. So twenty minutes into episode two, when they're in the kind of it's after the bomb scene happens. Sure, sure. Um, they go back to the little lab thing, and they go to the scientists. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Lurton says, you don't have it. Pagan says, the harvest wasn't there. Yes. What mm-hmm. harvest were they expecting to be there? <laughs> we don't know yet. Yeah, and we don't know the location of that harvest either. Yeah. So Unfortunately, it, it is a mystery. It is a mystery. <laughs> so what what they're trying to do is they're trying, well... So I'm guessing here. This is a little little assumption. They're they're harvesting superhero powers, right? Uh, and that's what they're trying to do. But I don't know what harvest it was. I don't know who they were trying to harvest, and I don't know where it was. Wait, so it, I'm I'm not sure. It make they make it seem like they were expecting it to be at the bombing because it was like everybody went yes. out to go to this big explosion setup thing that was a setup to get Nick Fury. So were they expecting like maybe Cap? Uh, Miss Marvel or whatever the Marvel lady yeah maybe Captain Marvel have shown up as well like maybe you, they were expecting Nick Fury to call in reinforcements maybe yeah maybe maybe the the, the harvest was going to be a large number of superheroes or something I don't I don't know I, I mm-hmm. it, it could really be uh, well they were in what Russia yeah it was Russia yeah. so mm-hmm. who would make sense there Bucky maybe I could see but he, he's just got super soldier <laughs> serum he doesn't actually have you know, superpowers, so. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's it's a good point uh, that they have two episodes to explain to us. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Whether, whether they do that or not. <laughs> drove me insane. Yeah. It was just like vaguely mentioned in passing and then never mentioned again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except yeah. for the fact it that is... it was like, okay, well, I guess it's back to scavenging for what we can. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. I guess. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, that's a that's a good point. It's a good point. One other thing I want to bring up right away. Uh, so we touched on this in our first episode with Annalisia, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's a uh, worth bringing up again. It's uh, gotten worse. It's gotten worse. So the the TV show does seem to be leaning into a lot of the anti-Semitic uh, tropes here, uh, which isn't great. Um, a lot of references to, you know, you know, kind of the, the illusion of lizard people and a lot of stuff like directly out of the uh, protocols of the elders of Zion. So not great. Uh, so Pretty I just bad. wanted to mention that up mm-hmm. front. It's uh, it's not good. Mm-hmm. A lot of new, new world order conspiracy theory kind of stuff, which tend to be very anti-Semitic. So, yeah, I, hmm. I do feel like um, this show will probably fuel more conspiracy theories just by like being in the zeitgeist and yeah. that trope being uh more talked about yeah um so yeah it's rough uh, i think the reason why uh the captain marvel movie was so successful is because they start with that trope and then they flip it on its head like hey no the the quote-unquote body snatchers are refugees and they you know are not the bad guys yeah it subverts so, that expectation a little bit it, right exactly um and this unfortunately is not subverting 
the expectation. It's just doing it. Yeah. You're yeah. just doing anti-Semitism. So. So I just want to bring that up because uh, I did mention it in the first episode and like the first episode or two, it didn't seem as bad. Like they, you know, had some points and stuff and now they've just gone kind of full supervillain. So mm-hmm. yeah, I wanted to bring that up. So, okay, let's jump into episode three here. Well, we're going to do three and four. Uh, so we start with Beto and Pagan uh, and a scroll called Vark- Varkus preparing for a mission. Beto asks the others if they think the, what they're doing will work. Pagan tells them that what they do, they do because their faith in a better future. Um, and, you know, faith demands risks from you sometimes. So Pagan gives Beto a, the file for the human he will be impersonating and all three of them leave for the mission. Uh, we cut over to Gravik, who shows the scroll council the machine that he has been developing. So that's the the super scroll. He says it right here. So they're gonna they're gonna have superpowers. I pointed at the screen and was like, "He said the line. He, he said the line. He said the thing." <laughs> so he reveals the plan, telling them that there are three operatives are infiltrating the Royal Navy in order to attack the United uh, a United Nations target. Uh, Gravik expects the response from from the heroes of Earth, but the machine that the Daltons uh, uh, have been building for him, the two scientists that we had just mentioned at the beginning of this episode, uh, will allow scrolls to change powers in addition to changing appearances. Uh, so making them all super scrolls. Meanwhile, the scrolls in the Navy take their places with Pagan going aboard a nuclear submarine in disguise. We so they get- plan on... One of my favorite lines from uh, Gravik there. Which was? Um, the humans are all going to be at war, and uh, and while they're at each other's, each other's throat, we're going to break their backs. Mm-hmm. I like and yeah. uh, It's a good I line. It's a good line. I him breaking my back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> break my back, alien daddy. Valid. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> Uh, so that was, you know, a good chunk of the, the episode. But uh, so after the uh, beginning credits, we get a flashback to New York in 1998. Uh, Fury walks into a diner to meet with a scroll friend. The friend in question is Priscilla, who is revealed to be Vara. The scroll we saw introducing Fury to Gravik in episode two. We kind of already knew this. We talked about that. Uh, she gives Fury an envelope and uh, she says they uh, put uh, Drakov's men on their heels. No doubt a reference to General Drakov of the Red Room, which is a Black Widow reference. Um yeah, so I totally missed that. It's I fine. Didn't it, give it, a shit. It's more espionage stuff. It's oh my god. Here's the thing. I do like Marvel stuff in general, but whenever Marvel does spy, it gets so fucking in the weeds, and it's just hard to follow. Like yeah. a, a good spy movie, you should still be able to follow the pieces and then be surprised when mm-hmm. it's like you know a subterfuge. But whatever. Yeah, it's fine. It's anyway, it's kind of like uh, a throwaway nod to the fact that like another thing of here we're just giving you another big break for your books like yeah, another exactly. nod to the fact that it's the Skrills helping Fury along yeah the only mm-hmm. reason Fury has you know excelled in the, the espionage business is because of the Skrulls essentially is kind mm-hmm. of the the uh, the what we're supposed to take away from that mm-hmm um, and you kind of see a, a little bit of a, a little a little flirt, a little a little romance starting to brew here. Uh, so we cut back to the present. Fury makes uh, breakfast while watching TV. Um, we played by or the pundit Chris Stearns. Uh, sure, he's a member of the Scroll Council that we saw previously. Priscilla makes coffee, and they talk about how it's been years since Fury has come home. Uh, she asks Fury why he's back after all this time. He tells her that he's retired now and he's thinking of picking up a new hobby, revenge. Um, and she does bring up a valid point that uh, he didn't bother to come back for her. Yeah, it's uh, pretty, pretty fucked, fucked up. So. Yeah. And at this point, I was still like, okay, so she doesn't just relax around him. She's still not green around him. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. 
it, it it doesn't it gives a little spook a little weird vibe. So we talked about it in like I think episode one. We talked about like you ever think you ever think that the fuck wash is green? Like uh, well, and that question is answered for us in episode four. The so. answer is no. Don't spoil it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um. But Fury asks Priscilla if she's been in touch with Gravik, implying that he suspects her of being part of the rebellion. She evades the question. Uh, through their conversation, we find out that she has uh, she survived the snap and mourned him. Uh, and then when he returned on the blip, she mourned him again. But after that, instead of staying with her, he chose to run away to space. So that didn't wasn't great. Uh, she then g- gets a cryptic phone call. Uh, Priscilla tells Fury it wasn't important, but he still has his suspicions. Uh, back at New Scrollios, Gravik is starting to get suspicious too, uh, as he wakes uh, Gia, Gaia, 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 and yeah. confronts her about how the police found their safe house. She tells him Brogan, uh, obviously cracked under torture. Mm-hmm. Gravik isn't so easily fooled, but he lets it go for the time being. So. The next day, Gravik and Gaia fly to London, where Gravik reveals he's going to be meeting with uh, Talos, 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 for a parlay to talk about her specifically. Uh, while they're on the way to the meeting, uh, Gravik answers a call saying the, the UN plane will be in Neptune's coordinates, twenty-two hundred hours. Gravik then meets with Talos at the London Portrait Museum, delivering a speech about generals and soldiers and blah 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 blah. Uh, they move to a cafe where Gravik goads Talos and the older uh, and the older scroll suggests an honor meeting, presumably a form of you know scroll trial by combat. Maybe I that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, kind of, that's kind of the vibe I got. So Gravik fight dismiss- for power. It's a trial by stone. Yeah, if you will. Yeah. So Gravik dismisses the idea and continues to push Talos's button, bringing up the fact that Gaia is with him. Talos attacks Gravik, only for all the other people in the cafe to reveal themselves to also be scroll rebels. I did like that they all turned into Gravik. Yeah, it was it was a good little reveal. Yeah, I like that it was one. effective. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Talos tries to tell Gravik that uh, humans are at their most formidable when facing a common foe. Uh, what's more, Talos plans on exposing the scrolls, eliminating the element of surprise and taking out their advantage. Once Gravik brings up Gaia again, Talos stabs Gravik's hand with a knife and chokes him, telling the rebel general to keep his daughter's name out of his mouth. <laughs> Keep your name. Anyways. Uh, he did stab him right through the hand. And did. then he like pulls it away. And I was like, surely you could have lifted the knife. But he wanted to display his new superpower. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Where his hand stitches itself back together while glowing, which is the exterminist power from Iron Man 3. <laughs> so. Sure. Sure. He then walks away, uh, leaving Gravik to sullenly heal his hand. Um which sure uh so outside gaia in the form of an old man bumps into talus and gives him a phone handing him the details of the planned strike she overheard previously um later fury finds talus and tells him that he's found a lead on a scroll place high up in the u.s government uh who is in who is in london possibly roadie uh, Talos is still mad at Fury after their argument in episode two on the train and tells him that he no longer works for him. So if Fury wants something, he has to ask for Talos's hope. Begrudgingly, Fury concedes and they leave together. Uh, Talos gives Fury the intel from Gaia and Fury identifies Neptune as a British sub. He then calls Sonia Falseworth. Uh, we met in episode one, I believe who has now discovered the camera that Fury had left in her office. She tells him off for spying on her, but still gives him the name and address of the submarine's commander, um, who we'll just call Bob from going forward. Uh, (laughs) So on the way to the house... Bob. Yeah, Bob. Bob's (laughs) fun. We like Bob. Um, He's fine. Uh, (laughs) He doesn't really talk much, but uh, Fury and Talos get into another argument on the route there. About how Fury undervalues his, undervalues Talos's contributions, which is true. Fury does not respect the 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 scrolls very much, which is, you know, a big part of why this is all happening. He made a lot of promises he did not fulfill. So, Talos tells yet Fury, yet 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 yeah. <laughs> there yes. was no time limit. Yeah, I'm gonna get you guys a planet. I swear. <laughs> we I never said what when I would get you a planet. It's a billion year contract. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get you I a planet mean, in the next life. Like, Thor was able to do it in a couple 
weeks, maybe. Yeah. But th- weren't that? there only like 3,000 Asgardians? I mean, it is a smaller number, to be fair. Like, there are less Asgardians than there are scrolls. But at the same time, there's a lot of dead dead space. Like, Dude, why do, but like, like, the scrolls can adapt to pretty much anything. Couldn't they just live in Antarctica? Right. Also, Fury well, had like 30 years at this point, right? Uh-huh. Right, and what has what has Captain Marvel been doing? Like, I thought her whole mission was to go find a planet for them. That's what I thought too. So, why she did she show back up at her? So much. She's been doing so much side quest bullshit. Yeah, and <laughs> she didn't realize that the main quest actually had a time limit on it. Oh my god! Imagine if Tears of the Kingdom <laughs> had like, "Hey, you have ten minutes." I would panic so hard. <laughs> I, I do love the idea of a game not telling you that the main storyline has a time limit and then just feeling like, oh, shit. Uh, but anyways, yeah. Uh, so Talos tells Fury that if it wasn't for him and the other scrolls, Fury would never have become, like, the world's top spy. Once again, uh, they're clashing um, and they bicker back and forth like old men. The girls are fighting. They uh, get to Bob's house and infiltrate it with Talos going ahead and Fury killing some scroll guards before following him. Over the calm, uh, Talos tells Fury that he's uh, captured Bob, but in reality, it's Bob who is Talos at gunpoint is trying to get like Fury, like trying to lead Fury into a trap here. Uh, however, Fury has Bob's son and forces the rebel to let him go. Uh, coincidentally, Fury knew it was a trap because Talos called him Nick, and in Fury's word, nobody calls me Nick Bob. So it's great. Sure, sure. Little flavor. I don't know why. Was the kid also a scroll? No, he was the normal kid. Then why did then why did Bob care about the because kid? Because th- real Bob loves that kid so fucking much, it'd be mm. impossible for him not to like in they take the memory thing. When she goes into it, all the core memories are of Bob and his son. It is yeah. just. Fishing with the sun, playing soccer with That's the sun, true. watching a sports game with the sun, hearing as his son won a video game. His yeah. code word to like de-launch those nukes is his son's, son's name. Yeah, you're right. He you're fucking right. loves his son. <laughs> World's and best dad. Yeah. <laughs> he loves his boy. <laughs> he's he's got his finger on the trigger, but you know, not if it's gonna risk his kid. So Well, I mean the scroll. Yeah, well, so, and the scrolls do take on, like, the memories and some of the personality traits of the people that they're impersonating if they get their memories and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, I I read, uh, I did watch almost a two-hour video about all of Secret Invasion in the comics, which, that's on me. But, Mm. like, part of the thing in the comics is sometimes the scrolls don't even know that they're scrolls. They don't realize that they're scrolls. Like, they truly believe they are the person that they are. And that's why, like telepath like xavier and stuff like that in the comics can't tell that they're scrolls because the scrolls don't know that they're scrolls until they turn essentially mm-hmm. so i mean if we're even getting a little a little taste of that then sure it makes sense oh yeah i get it like especially because the memory harvesting is such a like i don't know they've shown it like a million times yeah so yeah. Uh, so at the same time, the submarine is getting into position. Uh, they oh my already... god, not a submarine. Not a submarine. Uh, they have already received the command to fire on the UN flight with Pagan undercover on the ship to ensure things go uh, according to plan. As they prepare to fire, Fury and Talos question Bob, who refuses to give them the code to abort the mission. He also reveals that Gravik had offered Talos a partnership, which Talos refused. He Bob can't. brings up Gaia. Which prompts Talos to shoot him and kill him. Uh, with the time running out, Talos calls so Gaia. Sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Talos calls Gaia and her to to find the code from the memories of the real commander. Um, and in order to do that, she is forced to blow her cover. I guess. Yeah, she's like forced to do some pretty active like breaking of the rules, yeah. which would expose her as the mole. Yeah, the code turns out to be in the name of Bob, the Bob's son, like we mentioned. Talos uh, manages to give the command in time to stop the, the strike, uh, finally giving Fury a much-needed win. The launch is aborted, and Pagan is captured because he tries to launch it anyway. Uh, so now that the cover is blown, Gaia runs from Nuskrolios. 
Uh, as Fury and Talos remove the Dead Scrolls body, Fury asks Talos why he didn't take Gravik's deal. Uh, Talos tells Fury that despite uh, 30 years together, Fury still doesn't know him. Uh, he tells him that he's not what, uh, with Gravik because he's with Fury, uh, revealing that despite all of the things Fury has done to him, Talos still trusts him and maybe loves him. Sure, like a little puppy yeah, that yeah. he adopted. Yeah. Uh, just as Gaia is leaving the scroll compound, she is intercepted by Gravik. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. She leaves on a motorcycle. She does, and then it's, runs directly It's dark. At him. She, I don't think she has her lights on, I don't right? think she does. The car also doesn't have the lights on. Why did she freak out and fall down when she saw the car instead of driving around it? I, I don't know. Maybe okay. it surprised her. I don't know. I don't it know. it seemed a little manufactured that she just fell down. I thought Scrolls had a little bit better night vision. I would. Did think I so. make that up from uh, the Captain Marvel been. movie? Yeah. I thought that was a thing in the Captain Marvel movie, but maybe it's just because they were invisible? Question mark. <laughs> Is that right? Uh, they were. No. Invi- they weren't invisible. Mm-mm. What were they? I mean, some of the Cree. Oh. But okay. Never mind. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, in a quote-unquote surprise twist, he reveals that the the strike was a decoy used to root out a traitor. Gravik then shoots Gaia, giving us a second major death after Maria Hill. But, you know, it it was pretty obvious that she wasn't dead here. Um, (laughs) Back at the Fury residence, uh, uh, Vara uh, gets a message and leaves, heading to a bank where she retrieves a safe uh, deposit box, box, and inside is a gun. She then gets a call from an unknown person who sounds a lot like Rhodey, who reveals that she is working with Gravik just as Fury suspected. Mm. She's also followed by a man in an orange scarf the entire way. Yeah. Oh, was that Gaia maybe? No, No, because I think technically the Priscilla thing happens before the shooting thing. Maybe, yeah, it sure. might be out of out of. Because in my notes, there. I have Priscilla and then Gaia getting shot, exclamation point. Yeah, Gaia is the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. I yeah. believe you're correct, yeah. But I'm, so. I'm wondering if it's not the person who called her and then is following and then yeah. calls her. So whoever that... I mean, it would make sense. ...individual is... Yeah, that's also an issue with this specifically, is since they can, you know, transform into anyone, it could yeah. be any of the scrolls. Like, that's... Who, who is anybody, really? Yeah, like, that's the thing. I, it's like, I, oh, I we keep saying this is Gravik, but it might not be. We don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> Gravik is an idea. Yeah, Gravik's <laughs> an idea, not a person. Um, yeah. Anyways, so that that's episode three. Um, thoughts on episode three? Oh, it's still pretty good. I was it, still enjoying it. Yeah, it was fine. I, I feel like I, I'm already starting to dip on the, the show a little bit. So See, I feel like the tone has remained strong. Like they like Miss Marvel around episode three, four, the tone shifted and it got a little sour. But I feel like the through line is still there. Yeah. How about you, Kane? What how are you feeling about it? Um so with this one, it was one of those ones that bugged me because it opened up so many more questions than it answered. Mm-hmm, and also, mm-hmm. I was just so distraught about the whole Bob situation. <laughs> yeah. They left Bob's son without a father. Oh, Realistic. Technically, did. Bob like, is still alive, but he is currently trapped honest, in a mind machine. He's in a holding cell that's stuck in like a radiated cavern thing even if he's oh, yeah. ever let out of that radiated cavern he's not living a long happy life no he'd have mega cancer yeah the, the radiation yeah. sickness is probably like real. all those humans are fucked you're not wrong you're not dude, wrong dude i didn't even think about so, that like that kid's he's he got his mom yeah that maybe you know he got that sweet military inheritance. Do we know that he has a mom? We don't know if he has a mom. Uh, we do know he has a mom because uh, the he told the girl that he had to take a walk away from the misses. Oh, that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, there is a mom around. You right. You right. Yeah, I, I saw a family photo. They just on the don't wall. have as good of a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe. He really said, let's bro out. He he, lo- he loves his son in spite of his wife. No. I guess. I guess. It's probably fine. Yeah, you it's know, fine. It's fine. Just boomer stuff, I guess. Yeah, just, yeah definitely boomer writing right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Let's get to the next episode here. Uh, episode four. So we immediately find out that Gaia is not dead. Uh, so uh, we Yay. really got left in suspense for that one. <laughs> person that we just met a few episodes ago uh Mm -hmm. and hasn't anyways um so gaia uh apparently took the super scroll treatment before she left new scrollios uh so she heals up and is like (gasps) right after uh graphic drives off i Uh, knew they lingered on that shot of him driving away for way too long right and also he's just leaving bodies around i guess i maybe he was gonna go back and be like hey guys go clean up something weird why did uh, she fully de-transform if she was going to be able to heal from like I think she lost consciousness yeah she might have lost consciousness or something okay so like if you focus on because we see that yeah we see that happen in uh, this episode at the end as well with Talos where he can't maintain concentration I thought that was because he was like dying I think it was, he wasn't able to, like, maintain that concentration any longer. Because he was dying? Because he was dying yeah. slash shot. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, we have yeah. seen scrolls uh, de-transform when they perish, so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. she purposely dropped it. Maybe. I don't know if she was I, thinking that far ahead. She was doing subterfuge. I mean, for some reason, my brain just went like, oh, yeah, the cells are dying, so they go back to Skrill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, guess it, I, I, I guess it might concentration makes more sense so in D D, right I'm <laughs> yeah okay so Same just I, one I'm big D thing yeah, yeah. she failed her failed con save focus yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> time-based exactly. okay yeah, yeah that's funny well th- and that's why they have to replicate one human they can't make a brand new human is because that's focusing on two spells at once so they they can't maintain that kind of concentration. I, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, so Gaia took the super scroll treatment before she left on her way out. Uh, she apparently got the extremist abilities uh, and maybe some other ones. We don't really know. Um, I, you know, I they haven't used it yet, but I want them to breathe fire like they do in Iron Man three. <gasps> I want scrolls just belching flame. That would be interesting. A little too more, like, it would lead more to the lizard folk thing, I think. I, I do like so. uh, this little tidbit that's in this recap that I'm reading. I'm using Collider for this one. Uh, but, uh, so in, in Iron Man 3, extremists can breathe fire and they have all the other things. And it says, combine that with the scroll shape-shifting in the MCU may have to just deliver Amelia Clark transforming into a big green dragon. <laughs> I was yes. like, sure, 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 sure whatever. Perfect. Uh, so we get opening credits. Uh, after comes another flashback, this time to Paris in 2012, shortly after the events of the Avengers. Uh, in what has become a reincorporating motif of the show, Fairy walks into a bar and meets Vara. He does go to bars a lot. He does, yeah. Huh. I wonder if they did that on purpose. Weird, weird. <laughs> but they talk about the Avengers for a bit, and Fury asks her about the book she's reading. It's a collection of poems by American poet Raymond Carver. Fury asks her to tell him her favorite. The poem in question is Late Fragment and is framed as a conversation between two people. So they read it together, and yeah. That's it, that cute shit. Yeah, it's that cute shit. Yeah. You want to read the poem together? Do you want me to read it? Do you remember what it is? Uh, Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and did you get what you wanted from this life even so? Yes. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. It? It's just oh, I, I did. did. Okay. <laughs> and what did you want? To be beloved. Mm-mm. To feel beloved? Mm-mm. What is it? I, I to don't... call myself to call beloved. Myself. To fuel myself beloved <laughs> on the earth. There we go. Perfect. Yeah. I did it. I said it. You did it. Yay. <laughs> clap, 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 clap. <laughs> oh, so cute. Wow. Big yeah. romance there. <laughs> big romance. Big romance. Uh, but yeah, we get a little bit of romance on screen. Um, so we cut to present day, and Priscilla is sitting on the Saint Germ, uh, the sitting in Saint James Church, uh, where she is met by Rhodey, now confirmed to be a scroll rebel. She asks him about Fury getting shot, and Rhodey uh, fired, and Rhodey tells her that he fired him himself. 
Uh, she questions how that figures into Gravik's plan, but that's information she does not get from Rhodey. Uh, the scroll that's impersonating Rhodey orders Priscilla to kill Fury at their home in the country. Meanwhile, Fury is listening in thanks to a bug he placed on Priscilla. Um, she tries to convince Rhodey that Fury is a broken man who they don't need to uh, fear or kill. However, Rhodey dismisses her concerns and makes an ominous statement about what he's going to do. Uh, elsewhere, Pagan talks to Gravik about Gaia while they are preparing for another attack, but Gravik tells him that he's already taken care of her because Pagan was starting to suspect Gaia. Uh, right now, their concern is the strike. The plan is to attack a high-profile American target disguised as Russian troops, which would finally kick off their war that Gravik has been planning all this time. Hooray, Once again, love. seems a little flimsy, but <laughs> I guess... Um, like I said in the last one, like they're like, oh, we're going to do this and it's going to kick off a war. And then I was like, nah. But then I think about like real life stuff and I was like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. It might. It might. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> at a pic- picturesque lake, uh, Talos and Gaia talk about what happened with Talos apologizing to his daughter. She says she doesn't need an apology. All she needs to know is Talos's plan. Um, he does not give one. He is uh, not very reassuring right here, which is funny to me. I was like, tell His her literally is, anything. Don't worry. Wait and see. Don't worry. I got it. Yeah. Things <laughs> will work out. Nick Fury yeah. will keep his end of the bargain. He's literally like, we just have to show them who they are. And we're like, no, no, no. What does that mean? What yeah. it, like, what does that mean? We just need to show them us, but not that us. The, the other like, us that's like a different, the a different us. us. Yeah, you know, like we've been doing for 30 years. So anyways. You know, the uh, stuff that hasn't worked yet, it will. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like, I, I, I don't like, not that I want to like shovel them away off to a corner, be like, but they could just like, hey, Russia, give them the nuclear power plants you guys don't want because the, right. the scrolls can live there. Just like they can make towns. Give them. You know? Yeah, although Russia would never willingly give away territory, that, and that's the thing, Russia yeah. would not give away territory willingly, even no. so, but. not even a little bit. Canada I mean, might. I mean, logically, what would happen is that Russia would give that territory away under the condition of, hey, if something happens and we need you, you will go to work for us. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. Are, you are becoming our citizens to be meat shields type. Exactly, shit, maybe. Yeah, yeah, and uh, America would never go for that, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Blue. We have no, a lot we, of open it, desert land in America, but then again, we have our own, like, stuff. Yo, America how sucks, do they Russia feel sucks. about the cold lands? We have <laughs> unlamed, cl- but then again, we're melty. Dude, so yeah. much of Alaska is Have empty. they heard of nowhere? Well, it's also not. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, send them to nowhere. There's also a bunch of islands out in the Pacific that we uh, sent, just started nuking the shit out of in the Cold War. Uh, Again, uh, we displaced, you know, the natives on those islands, so that's not great. But I mean, at least we could utilize the land again after the thousands of nukes we set off there. So, Mm -hmm. it's not good, but I mean, at least it's a solution. Like. Anyway, okay, it's, uh, it's people are not thinking outside the box here. I like we see we already came up with solutions and they're they're not even trying. Mm-mm. But all right, so Talos believes that once uh, they put down the scroll insurgency, they will be able to use that as a bargaining chip to convince the president to give the scrolls amnesty so they can continue to live on Earth. Um, and Gaia's like, that's fucking dumb. Not not in so many words, but yeah. Um, so back at the Fury residence, Priscilla returns and finds Nick in the kitchen, having once again forgotten to put his wedding ring on. Uh, he makes uh, makes them tea and they sit down to talk. Fury confronts her about working with Gravik, telling her that all of the things he's done, she was the greatest mistake, which I was like, that's... That's cold. That's not... Well, for a split second, I was like, is this, is this Nick Fury... A, a scroll? Yeah, I, yeah. The way he was acting, I was like, I, I thought he was being so I mean. Thought, I thought he was a scroll for like a hot minute, but yeah, 
Anyways, he tells her how he ignored all of his instincts when he married her and that even now, knowing that uh, she has been sent to kill him, if he had a chance to change his actions, he's not sure he would. So, yeah. Uh, They both put their guns on the table. Fury asks for the story of how she became Priscilla. She reveals uh, that the doctor that she's impersonating was dying. Vera visit her almost every day, but not entirely out of kindness. Uh, She was looking for someone who could slip past Fury's defenses, prompting him to remark that she was playing the long game even then. Uh, Whether that's true or not, one day when it came clear that the real-life Priscilla was about to die, Vara told her everything and asked to assume her life. The dying woman then made Vara make three promises. First, to bury her at sea. Second, to continue to be a daughter to her parents. And third, to never hurt Nick. Uh, they then recite the, the late fragment poem again, uh, and then they dra- draw their guns and fire, both aiming wide. They couldn't shoot each other because they are married in They're their so hearts. Sweet. I wanted the bullets to like strike each other in midair or something. That would be <laughs> so funny. <laughs> and then they like wrap their arms around, and like the trajectory is actually a heart now. Ugh. <laughs> it's very sweet. It does not make up for years of space neglect. That's true. Yeah, it's still not great. I still don't forgive <laughs> Nick for this. Space neglect. That's what it was. Yeah. That's not that's what it was. Uh so uh they miss each other or you know, purposely. Furry jokes that he doesn't know whether to ask for a divorce or to renew their vows. Uh, uh you know, there's a tense scene and yeah. They say the poem again. Yeah. Yeah. Now that he's uh, now that she's betrayed Gravik, for Fury warns Vara that uh, they will come after her, but she assures him that she can take care of herself. Why she's not going with him? Don't know. Mm. She seems very capable, but anyways, um before he leaves Vara asks Fury if he would uh would have loved her if she had remained her true self. Uh, he has no real answer, only saying, guess we'll never know. So once Piece again, still being a dick. Shit. Here's the thing. I don't necessarily know if when he said that, he just meant, like, if you were green, or if it was, like, if she remained her true personality. Like, if she I, was I, loyal to the scrolls the whole time, that kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, like, because I feel like she probably changed how she acted to appeal to nick like sure oh mm-hmm. i'm gonna be more bookish and i'm gonna be more sciencey and act more human like mm-hmm. like who knows what her original personality probably was like true that's so valid yeah it's a good point yeah it's like hey if i was just me the actual me would you and it's like i don't know what the actual you is i only know this woman priscilla and her yeah. mm-hmm. personality and her thoughts in mind that you took from her mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's a valid point it also like i think that was the um main point like capital m capital p however it does imply to me he wouldn't have fucked her if she were green yeah and i think that's fucked up it's very rude it's very rude i'm not a fan because he did say that he would fuck other people to Talos. It's like, hey, yeah. I wouldn't fuck you, Talos. But there was others that would have. <laughs> yeah. Fury's to, down to bone, so. I hope so. Anyway, uh, so we find out uh, we get a shower scene, scene with a female scroll. Uh, this is the one that is impersonary, impersonating Rhodey. Um, the... Wait, were we, were we supposed to gather that they were female? No, well, uh, when I mean, they folded the towel, they did it over the chest. Yeah. Oh, which sure, sure, sure. generally signifies female because they're hiding t- nipples. Sure, and, and also the, the male scrolls tend to have like a broader jaw when they're in their green form. Oh. The female scrolls and stuff. So okay, okay. It's, I, I was just. I like, guess it, it. Yeah, the, it's a no, curvy no, no. scroll. No, that's fine. <laughs> I here's the thing. It was like six in the morning when we watched this, and I had a long day, so I was like, "Is that right?" I guess do it I does beg that? the question: What is gender for a scroll? Yeah, what is gender <laughs> for a scroll? Because like, eh. <laughs> Because I mean, they can I, I transform mean, into whatever they want. Can they transform into other scrolls? I don't think they can. Which is weird, but like, why not? Yeah. Anyway, 
Uh, so the scroll finds Rhodey waiting for him, or finds Fr- Fury waiting for him. So the scroll as Rhodey finds Fury waiting for him. There we go. That's what the sentence is trying Perfect. to say. Uh, where, and he has a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle's family reserve bourbon. Uh, they share a drink and Fury tells Rhodey that, uh, there's a scroll spy close to the president asking him to have his job back. Uh, the scroll Rhodey turns, uh, shows Fury a video of Gravik as Fury killing Maria Hill, blackmailing him. Rhodey then promises to make the video, uh, make sure the video doesn't get out. So long as Fury stops spreading wild conspiracies about scrolls. Mm-hmm. Of course, Fury has a whole other scheme playing out. We cut to Fury and Talos in the car with the reveal that Fury put a liquid location tractor in the bourbon. Sure, I guess. (laughs) This is apparently uh, technology they have. They use the tracker to follow Rhodey to an airship where President Ritson uh, has just landed for uh, a bilateral summit with Russia. Uh, there's a moment of levity when the president asks Rhodey if he's drunk, uh, telling the aide to get Rhodey a large coffee for the road, uh, because you know Rhodey got a little, a little, a little tipsy on that. Had having too much bourbon. Yeah. Uh, once he's, they're on the, is he actually ahead. drunk? I don't think so. I think he... I think the liquid tracker just smells like bourbon. <laughs> Which brings up my question: because he was drinking like multiple, like cups of it. Yeah. Do Skrills, uh, what, Skrill, yeah, Skrills, I was yeah. going to say Skrillex, okay. <laughs> <laughs> drop the bass, um, do they get drunk or are they like Asgard's where it takes a lot? I don't know because they're like, their cells can adapt to things, so I don't know if they can get drunk, I don't, mm. I guess it would be a good like spy thing, like if you could just drink a lot to get your target drunk to get more information out of them. But I don't know. Okay. Because he seems very confused on, like, why he needed. So I wonder how much he had where it was, like, super noticeable. Yeah. But I also don't drink bourbon, so I don't know how much you can drink before it becomes super noticeable. I mean, like, four. Four (laughs) becomes pretty noticeable pretty quick. Like, maybe he just smelled it on his breath. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. He, he did get real close when he talked he to him. I'm going to say Skrulls can get drunk. Okay. Okay. I like that idea. With no reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the president goes on the road uh, and Rhodey calls in letting him know which which vehicle the president was in. Uh, Gravik and his team fire rockets at the president's car, launching it uh, an all-out assault on the convoy disguised as Russians. The president is knocked uh, out inside of his car. Sleepy but time. but is luckily still alive, but Gravik pushes the offense, massacring a bunch of the president's security. Fury and Talos arrive uh, by then, but the f- uh, battle is in full swing, um, and for whatever reason, the scrolls that are you know essentially invincible are just going bang 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 still. But I mean, I who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but uh, oh, we finally get to see Gravik use his uh, Groot powers. Yeah, so yeah, he finally uh, uses his Groot ability to kill a man. Uh, doesn't use it again. But uh, yeah, Fury and Talos are trying to get to the president. It looks like some British troops. Uh, they're not U.S. troops, definitely. Maybe British. No, they landed in England. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, so some British troops arrive on the scene to help them uh, get to the president's car uh, with Talos using his super strength to break the reinforced glass window. Uh, Gravik notices and shoots Talos, uh, mm-hmm. or has Pagan shoot Talos, but uh, as he's, like, losing blood and dying, he's, like, not being able to maintain his shape anymore, um, but Talos continues to break uh, the glass, eventually shattering it so Fury can rescue the president. Um, while Fury takes the president to his car, one of the soldiers picks up Talos, Fury draws a gun on the soldier and tells him to put him down, and then the soldier doesn't supply, shows, comply. Fury shoots him. The soldier then transforms into Gravik, oh stabbing Talos. Um, uh, Fury do, does do a scream uh, and tries to kill Gravik, but the scroll leader heals himself again uh, thanks to his uh, enhancements. The scrolls uh, get away, and Fury has no choice but to escape once again, leaving behind the corpse of Talos. That was so fucked up. Yeah. 
It's pretty, it's pretty fucked. I don't know why the scrolls were retreating here. Like why they weren't pushing the offensive unless once again, this is a ploy. Like I feel like killing the president would have been more effective to launch a war, but maybe not. I thought that's what they wanted to kill him. Yeah. That's what I yeah. thought too. But they, they, they failed multiple times at doing that. Yeah. And they, they very clearly had these soldiers outgunned and like outpowered. So I don't, I don't understand what the issue was. But Nick Fury did, did shoot down all a helicopter. Of Oh, sorry. You're fine. Um, did all of the Skrill have the super abilities or did, like, only uh, Gravik and, like, maybe a few of his top men? Because I you know, feel like some point. of them went down. Mm-hmm. When that's they a good point. Maybe, maybe they don't. Because you know what? Even uh, Pagan doesn't even show any of the, the super scroll abilities. I don't think a lot of scrolls have... So is abilities. it just Gaia and Gravik that have the abilities yeah. at this point? Because yeah, because like even Pagan, which is his number two, hasn't shown the, those abilities yet. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe so maybe, maybe, maybe there's just two of them. Maybe because they couldn't harvest, uh, they couldn't do it a lot. Maybe I don't know. So maybe Gaia like took it, took the ability, and they couldn't do anymore. It's very possible. I'm not, and I'm not entirely sure to be honest. But that, I, that's a good point. I just kind of assumed, like, mm. you have this ability now. Why wouldn't you make, like, at least a, the very least, a strike team? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess we'll just well, have to wait for the show to could, finish and tell us what the fuck they're trying to do. The night before, they were still concerned about there being a traitor in the mix. So it that's may true. have been them not wanting to, you know, radiate oh, su- somebody. Super. Yeah. They no, that's a good s- point. <laughs> they don't want to superpower so, someone who could be a traitor. Then, then so my next my point time is, is they they're all really bad shots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're all really bad shots because all of the quote-unquote Russians were like essentially in like a little tiny square as they slowly propelled down to Earth. It's like, come on, guys. Uh, I need you to get good here. Mm-hmm. So... Anyway, no, that, that's valid. Uh, how do we feel about this one? Let's start with Kane this time. How how are you feeling about episode four? So, I will be honest. I watched uh, episode four on my lunch break. So, I was feeling good. <laughs> I had food in my belly. So, as I was like taking my notes, I was adding rating scales. So, in my little rating scale, I did four out of five. Some questions answered. More action. Got a good love story. Downside, it was shorter and you could feel it. Yeah. <laughs> and then for episode three, um, when I was writing my notes, I was re-watching it uh, after work. And it was like, 3.5. Too many questions. <laughs> they killed Bob. <laughs> Left that poor boy without a dad. How dare they? Yeah. It's pretty yeah. So tough, like, yeah. I wow. went into episode four feeling good upon retrospect though i think i'm a little bit more bummed about it so maybe i'll drop the four down to like a i'm gonna give the two episodes combined yes both threes that's That's so valid um everything's getting penalties (laughs) rose glasses are off (laughs) i'm squinting i'm suspicious (laughs) i don't know where it's gonna go uh which is why i am not rating the whole thing until the end um i don't think i don't think i rated in the last i don't think you did either okay cool maybe you did i'm not no i don't think i did um i uh, spy stuff is so hard for me because especially in a show because if they're only doing one season and the spy stuff is ending they they can wrap it up like you know they they can write a tight ending that's fine, um, but if they're gonna try and keep getting season after season, uh, so many of these threads are gonna be dropped. And yeah, I believe it's only gonna be a six episode limited series. I don't think they're doing additional seasons of this. I'll believe it when yeah. I see it. <laughs> I don't I don't know if Samuel L. Jackson can do this anymore. He is old as hell. And I, I, maybe Amelia Clark will come back because she seems like a bigger name to just randomly throw into a TV show. I know, right? Like, I feel like she would be a character that they would bring back in the future. But, um, yeah, I, I see. I like I said, I always have a problem with these spies shows, and specifically when they can transform. Because I, I like a spy show where it's like I don't know who I can trust, 
And it's not because I don't know who I can trust because a- anyone could be anyone at this point. Yeah. Like, that That always frustrates me uh, where it's just like, oh, I, I can literally just transform into anyone so you literally can't trust anyone. And I just, I, I, I that, that no... gets rid of the intrigue to me. Yeah, it, it's more Calvin Ball and less, like, yes. really good, like magician tricks yeah you know? it, it, it feels like a lazy way to do intrigue in my opinion yeah so, yeah yeah so there, there's that and then also like i said the anti-semitic stuff is uh getting stronger with the mm. the new world order and the lizard people stuff and you know just the general the general vibes on that which mm. i i so when when it was when the scrolls were originally written back in the day the Stuff was more like anti-communist back in the day. It's like, oh, like the 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 communist threat can be among you and be among your friends. Like that was the idea. And you know, yeah. in history, the that the anti-Semitic and anti-communist stuff, uh, that line isn't super clear. Uh, so it it seems like uh, it is just fully transformed into the anti-Semitic stuff now, which it feels bad, disappointing. Which I I was hoping that's not the route they were gonna go because like like I said, at least in the first couple of episodes. They had very strong, legitimate grievances, and now they're just kind of doing bad stuff for the sake of doing bad stuff. And like I said, no one seems to be trying to problem solve the actual problems. So, oh well. Mm-hmm. 2.5. 2.5? Okay. <laughs> Harsh, but fair. Yeah. I, 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 like I said, episode three, I'd probably give like a, a three and then episode four, a two maybe. I, maybe flip those. I think I'd flip those, but... Yeah, it's the average to the two point five. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's 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 dipping a little bit for me here. So mm-hmm. cool. So that's where we're at. Uh, any final thoughts? Any predictions of how this is going to end? No, <laughs> brain empty for me. I do not think Gaia's mother is actually dead. <gasps> that's my oh, random my. prediction. That would be a good twist. That would be a decent twist, yeah. Which then makes Talos the bad person because he lied to her. Or, or her well, mother... I think he probably thinks she's actually dead. That's fair. But, mm-hmm. you know... Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Kane should have wrote the show. Yeah, Kane should have wrote hmm. the show. Answer my questions. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I think that's all we have for this week. Uh, if you want, go ahead and check out the Patreon. We do have the Linktree link down below with all of our various socials. Uh, I have started to post a few TikToks randomly here Ooh. now. So, um, I, I might bring back the Smasher Pass that we did previously oh, as I well. I did love that. Because uh, that's always a good time. I, I had two ratings that I did that worked out great for me. So, honestly, <laughs> batting a thousand right now. So, I might just I might give that, give that one up, but we'll see. So, but we have that. But for this week, I've been Mike. I've been Audrey, allegedly. I've been Kane. Thank you for joining us. Oh, talk to you (laughs) next week.